Glory to God, Jesus Christ is alive. Amen. The Lord is one, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. He's the most wonderful, most beautiful person in the universe. Humans were born to fellowship with Him. He offers to fellowship for eternity. Amen. Lord, I th thank You for today. And I bless those listening. I believe with them for their miracle. And that You'll reveal Your glory to them. And Lord, send out laborers into the harvest fields around the world in the Middle East by any means possible. In the wonderful, powerful name of Jesus Christ. This is a brief message about the, the working title is the Father God's love and compassion and Jesus Christ's, His Son, Jesus' love and compassion for mankind. So much that God the Father would give Jesus Christ to the world to die for the world and give Him now through the Holy Spirit and give Him for all eternity to those who say yes to Jesus Christ. Amen. This is an evangelistic series of, of a group of messages to anyone who will listen. And today I want to hone in on the fact that, and the truth and the revelation that we know Jesus Christ, His love and compassion, right? He's the Savior. He died for the world. In His three years on the earth, He did... He, his whole ministry was serving other people, healing, delivering, preaching the, the message, the good news, and, and much, much more. He's the same today, right? He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's been doing those things for 2,000 years. And think about this. He'll do it for all eternity. And He is God. Two things Jesus said. He said, I and my Father are one. And He said, my Father is greater than I. So let's look at the first truth there. Jesus and the Father are one. Everything Jesus Christ does and all about Him is exactly the way God the Father is. And so God the Father's love and compassion the same, in fact, based on Jesus' statement, my Father's greater than I, it, it very well, you know, I just want to at least say this, every quality that Jesus has, the Father God has them in greater capacity, of course. Well, and so the Holy Spirit can and does reveal that all of these glorious revelations. Now let me say this. If we poll people in the world, most people likely would have very, very different views of God and Jesus Christ. Very different. You know, you ask them, what is God like? And they might give a, a, just a summary. What is Jesus Christ like? Well, I mean, virtually everyone knows how wonderful Jesus Christ is. Even uh, other religions, like I believe there's a main religion that, you know, that believes Jesus was a prophet and, and they 
agree with his teachings and so forth. And there's likely many reasons that people have different views of God and of Jesus Christ. Let's let the Holy Spirit get our views of, of them closer and closer together until they're really the same. Amen. And one reason could be like in the Old Testament we know there's stories that are pretty, ex well, events that we, we somehow think it's, it's different from the New Testament. Now of course it's, it's, it's different because Jesus Christ came to the earth as a man and when he went back to heaven now the Holy Spirit has been given and so it's a glorious you know it's the Jesus said I give you a new covenant but but I, I don't want to focus on all that all that let me I want to read something from the Old Testament it's Genesis 6 verses 5 uh, and, and the next few verses. So, Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. So the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, creeping thing and birds of the air, for I am sorry that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. I'm surprised that this portion is not preached more and talked about more. And, and let's, let me repeat. The Lord was sorry He had made man. He was grieved in His heart. And so this is God Almighty, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit before Jesus Christ was revealed. But it's, it's an incredible revelation that all from eternity past to eternity future, the Lord is one. And, and right here we see that, that God Almighty was grieved in His heart. He was, you could say, He was sad. He was, and it says twice that He was sorry He had made man. Now let me add this. The inside story of this is Noah was the one person on the earth at that time who still carried the seed of Jesus Christ and who had not... I mean, it's... it's. Well, let me just read in, in the verse right before, verse 4 of this chapter. Let me just read it. There were giants on the earth in those days, and also afterward, when the sons of God, that's angels, came into the daughters of men and they bore children to them. Those were the mighty men who were of old, men of renown. So I give credit for this teaching to a great man of God who teaches this, that the enemy was trying to stop the seed of Jesus Christ. And so he sent angels down who appeared as, as humans, had, you know, had sex with women and it produced the giants of the earth. But it was in a pattern, we see a pattern of the enemy trying to stop the seed of Jesus Christ. It's numerous times, several times. And this was one of them.
but Noah was the one family, Noah and his family were the one family that had not their seed. They still carried the seed of Jesus Christ. So that's why God saved them. I mean, that's fascinating. I always thought that it was just that people were evil. But really, it's, if, if you follow the Old Testament, it's about everything leading to Jesus Christ. What are some other, some, someone may say, what are other examples of the enemy trying to do this? Well, when, when uh, Adam and Eve fell, that's one. And then the next two people, Cain and Abel, he had Cain kill Abel, trying to stop the seed of Jesus Christ. This is another example. But it's, it's again, I'm, I'm surprised that, that this portion about the Lord being grieved in His heart is not spoken about more. He's a God of love and compassion. Even from the first person on. And so it's fully revealed in Jesus Christ. You know, it's, there's no debate you know, about, how, about Jesus' love and compassion. In fact, in modern times, we have in the book A Divine Revelation of Hell, even though hell is so awful and it's horrible beyond comprehension and it's, it's a big objection that people have, right? Everything related to hell. It's an objection that people have that keeps them from the gospel. Well, we see in that book, Jesus' love and compassion. He, numerous times he wept as he spoke to people in hell. He, Mary Baxter wrote that there was sorrow on his face. Um, and they journeyed through hell. He, he spoke to 19 specific people. They went through all the different, most, uh, most of the parts of hell which is in the center of the earth. And so let me just finish with this. For every person, it has to be the most important decision for them on the earth is their, their choice, their decision between God, Jesus Christ, and self. And if someone knows Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, if they're in the book of life, they'll spend eternity in heaven in God's home, which is glorious beyond description. Those who are, are not, who don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior, who are not in the book of life, they'll spend eternity actually in the lake of fire and brimstone. And let me add this, another example of the enemy trying to stop God's plan is deceiving people into not receiving Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And, and that is specifically in Mary Baxter's book, A Divine Revelation of Hell. Um, Jesus even said at one point, the enemy still thinks he can overthrow God, and so he now, now, let me say, I at least want to say this in case someone only listens to this one message. This is Wonder and Reality. My name's Jim. I did have a vision of hell and I saw the enemy's face. And this, this happened when, I was, when God first called me into ministry. 
for a long time, I only told like two people and, and you know, I told them about part of it. I just did not feel led to, and I didn't have really a big platform to tell others. I mean, I, well, that's history, but I, hell was below me and I could see the fire and I heard the loud wailing of what sounded like a multitude of people and it was very scary. The rest of that day I was shaken and thought that I, the enemy, I just, I saw his face, he was cackling with laughter. And in, in, Mary, in Mary Baxter's book, she describes seeing the enemy and his laughter echoed through hell. And if you want to read a, a short summary, the website isawhell.com with dashes between the words has a, has a, is about, you know, my short, it was a short vision. And, but after that vision, what I sensed, I thought that I had lost my salvation. And the rest of that day was, was very difficult day. But the great news is, you know, he's a liar. Jesus said numerous, he spoke about the enemy several times and said, you know, he's a liar. He's the father of lies. He's a murderer, a thief and a murderer. The enemy has come to steal, kill and destroy. And, and he also called him the prince or ruler of this world. Three times Jesus said that. And those are, so that's a very significant revelation that anyone who's not saved is in the world. And so they're under the enemy. I mean, the enemy is, he's the prince and the ruler of the world. But the great news, anyone just, just believe in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, if you have not do, do that, um, anyone who does that is instantly saved and moves out of that world into uh, God's family. Amen. And it's, it's very simple. It's salvation is a face-to-face encounter with Jesus Christ. He's available. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Jesus Christ, the Spirit of the Father. He's always available. Amen. And... So thank you for listening today. To learn more, visit, please visit wonderreality.org. And thank you for following this podcast.